Hi everyone, this is Julia Zach from eBlock Missing Voices, and today on my podcast I am going to talk about stereotypes and how they play a role in the different works of literature that we have explored this year, as well as how they play a role in our everyday lives. We deal with stereotypes every single day. Whether we realize it or not, people are constantly categorized and assigned characteristics based on how we outwardly perceive them. Certain stereotypes apply to almost all groups of people. This can be a dangerous practice that almost always negatively affects those stereotyped. Throughout the year, we have read many accounts of stereotypes hurting people and characters on a deep level, as well as some accounts of how these characters have overcome their stereotypes and proven that they do not define them. The Color Purple is a novel that involves the portrayal of many different stereotypes. Seely, one of the main characters, is a prime example of a character affected by stereotypes. Mr. Blank, her husband, sees Seely as little more than a woman to do his chores. Throughout history, women have dealt with this stereotype, that they are less than men and that they are restricted to domestic duties. There has often been an expectation that a husband can do anything to his wife because of these gender roles. Mr. Blank enforces this stereotype upon his wife, and for years she submits to him, as he is constantly beating her down and making her feel inferior. Mr. Blank physically abuses Celie, as well as constantly degrades her and mentally slash emotionally abuses her. Celie feels that she has no voice and no way to break from this stereotype. At first, she has no hope for herself or her potential. However, Celie is lucky in the sense that she is able to overcome aspects of the stereotype that she is forced into submitting to. After meeting Suge, Celie learns that a woman does not necessarily have to be defined by her husband and her husband's rules for her. Suge defies all of the expectations for how a woman should behave. She's unmarried, experiments with her sexuality, and makes her own living. Once she learns from Suge's lifestyle, Celie slowly begins to live more freely and independently. Her anger towards Mr. Blank boils, and she becomes less and less accepting of Mr. Blank's treatment of her. A pivotal point occurs at a family dinner one night, when Celie essentially tells Mr. Blank off for the horrible way he treats her. From then on, she rejects the role of his housewife. She evolves into a woman who lives on her own, owns her own business, and eventually even owns her own home. The stereotype assigned to a woman negatively affects Celie for years. However, she is able to transform into a woman who actively defies her stereotype. In other aspects of the Color Purple novel, there is a clear demonstration of racial stereotypes. The character Sophia perhaps is one of the characters that deals with the most racial stereotyping. The book is set in a period of extreme racism in the South, and Sophia, who is a black woman, is affected by stereotypes regarding her race. When we are first introduced to Sophia's character, she's a firecracker. Very bold, outspoken, and independent. She does not answer to anybody but herself. However, she is forced to deal with the stereotype held at the time that black women are expected to submit to white people. When she is involved in an altercation with the white mayor and his wife, she is beaten and immediately thrown into jail. Without a real or fair trial, she is then forced to work for the mayor's wife and her family. Society and its widely accepted stereotypes and prejudices allow for Sophia to be treated this way. After years of working for the mayor's family, Sophia's spirit is crushed. She is never the same after. She has much less energy, defiance, and overall personality. Society's brutal prejudice ruined the bright person that Sophia was. This exemplifies among the harshest consequences of stereotyping. Throughout One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, stereotyping and unfair treatment of Native Americans is a recurring theme in the background of the plot. 
Descriptions of Chief's Village being taken over are written with abuse of power and harmful treatment of the Native Americans from the village. The men who take the reservation away from Chief's people do not respect Chief and his neighbors at all. They assume that Chief and his people cannot understand what they are trying to do, so they go right to Chief's mother, the only white member of the group, rather than trying to respectfully approach Chief's father, who is the leader of the tribe. The white men treat the Native Americans as if they are less smart and less capable. This takes a toll on the Native men, who feel immensely disrespected and disvalued. Acts like this cause Chief to feel like he has no voice, and he actually remains speechless for years. He does not talk at all or acknowledge that his thoughts are valid. The rest of the work goes along with this and never really expects much from Chief. It is not until McMurphy rejects the stereotype of the Native American who doesn't have anything to say that Chief is able to open up. By the end of the novel, we are able to see that despite the view of him that people have accepted for years, Chief is a very capable is very capable and opinionated. Hello, I'm here with Katie Brigham, president of the Young Feminist Alliance, the YFA, here at AHS. Hello, Katie. Hey, Julia. Today we're going to talk to Katie about some stereotypes that feminists face. So, Katie, how do you define feminism? I think feminism <laughs> is the belief that um, there should be equality between all genders. Excellent. And what do you think some stereotypes that feminists face today? Um, a lot of people think that feminists think, a lot of people think that feminists think that, like, women should just be in charge and that it's like a, a movement for female dominance when in reality it's just a movement for equality. Um, so you have, like, people who think that, like, Hum like are like oh I'm a humanist and it's like that's not a thing like it's just feminism. Um, also like people will think that like feminists are just like angry like crazy lesbians who like don't shave and that's like untrue. It's it's really a movement for everybody. <laughs> Excellent. So how have these stereotypes affected you? Uh, I think that the biggest effect is just what people um, like associate with being a feminist. Um, because I've, like, identified with the movement for a really long time. So when I started, like, telling my friends that I was a feminist, they'd be like, oh, like, are you going to stop shaving? Like, are you going to, like, go crazy? And it was like, no, like, this is just something I believe in, and it's something that, like, a lot of people should believe in. So I think, like, to a greater extent, it just, like, holds people back from identifying with an ideology that is actually, like, really important, and that, like, at the end of the day, like, most people do believe that there should be equality for, like, everyone. Yet, like, a lot of people won't identify as a feminist because they're afraid of, like, the stereotypes that surround us. Excellent. And what would you say to people who might perpetrate these stereotypes or who might um, kind of promote them? Um, I'd, I'd say that they should look deeper into the cause and um, really think about, like, what they believe in. And, like, when people say, like, oh, feminists are just, like, crazy angry people are like, I'm not a feminist. Like, I'm like, oh, like, do you believe in equality? And they're like, of course I believe in equality. And I'm like, okay, then, like, you're a feminist. Or they're like, I don't believe in equality. And it's sort of like, well, that's, like, that's a bigger problem. Excellent. Thank you, Katie. Throughout the literature that we have read over this past year, we have seen a prevailing theme of the harms of stereotypes. It is obvious that these themes play into the real world all of the time. Stereotypes are constantly affecting people, and it is clear that they can actually have a huge effect on the way that people lead their lives and even perceive themselves. We need to remember not to judge people based off of how they outwardly appear or how they identify and to reject harmful stereotypes whenever we encounter them.